subject to this in Ace Attorney Fancast. I'm Stephanie. I don't know why, but I'm disappointed. I'm Michelle. Daddy's got cash and credit cards. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Tokyo Game Show, Michelle. I kept myself as pure as I could for this podcast, so I am very excited. I <laughs> Okay, well then let's play a game. What do you think happened? Well, I know the I'm un- supposed to be This is the unmissable, the unmissable Tokyo Game Show uh, long panel. Um, 40 minutes, I believe, was their time yeah. slot. <laughs> yeah, what, uh, what do you think happened? Well... I think they told us that we have a new Switch game. Okay. This is, that's, I would describe that as unmissable. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I would definitely describe it as unmissable. What's Um, the next, if you had to guess three things that are unmissable that, so the top one being Ace Attorney Switch uh, coming out 2018 or 2019, what's the second thing? Um, unmissable. And you mean, you mean a new Ace Attorney Switch, right? Right. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Like, they're, yeah. new game. New Switch. Okay. New Switch game. Um, uh, unmissable, unmissable Ace Attorney news. They're giving us investigations, too. That would okay. be pre- pretty unmissable. Um, yeah. Um, maybe investigations, too, or, like, you know, um, Gakuten Saiban, like, or okay. the Grandpappy game. One of the two. Like, we're yeah. getting, we're getting a game that we haven't had before. Mm-hmm. In, uh, that, that would be unmissable. Yeah, that'd be very exciting. Um, geez, unmissable three. Uh, the announcement of Trucy and <laughs> Apollo finding out their mar- their, their siblings. <laughs> we're, we're doing it here on stage. <laughs> we're doing it here on stage. <laughs> okay. Well, let's go. I'm gonna go in. You know, I'm gonna go in. Uh, um, you know, when you took. English in like in middle school and high school and they taught you like how a story goes and there's like the introduction and then the build-up and then the climax and then the descending right yeah, yeah. they taught us like as a hamburger yeah so like the ha- I think of it as a peak but I watched a lot of how to kill a mockingbird the flash video when I was a child <laughs> <it> <laughs> <laughs> how to kill a mockingbird is great I highly recommend it's it it's so good it's so dated <laughs> but it's so good <laughs> so um, let's, so think, you can think of your hamburger and I'll think of it as my, like, comes to a large pyramid point and then quickly falls off the edge of a cliff. So we're going to do it like that. I'm going to do okay. the news for you like that. As our builder. Okay. New orchestra concert in 2019 in Japan. Oh, fuck yeah. That's cool. Okay. And then, and then, then we get, a, there's a new trailer for the anime and then there's going to be a companion manga for the anime. Um... Uh... Trailer cool, companion manga I'm not really on board with because we have a game that's the same thing. We don't need yeah. a manga also. Yeah. And I and then like we're kind of like that about the Ace Attorney mangas as is. So it's like, okay, alright, so new tra- like but the anime's happening. Cool, cool. Yeah, okay, the anime's okay, exciting. Yeah. That's good, that's good. Okay, are you ready for the top of the the peak? The peak, yeah. Yeah. The unmissable news. Yeah, on the switch. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's Ace Attorney HD Collection. It's being ported to PS4, Xbox One, Switch, Steam, and PC. Um, the first three games. Um, the HD. I, yeah, I, I've noticed you said the first three games. Which yep, yeah, uh-huh. the new game yep. would be like game eight. The original trilogy. No, one, two, and three. Yeah, yeah. yeah like you need those numbers to get to eight. 
Yeah, those numbers added together don't even equal eight. Yeah. No, they sure don't. <laughs> no, they, no, they don't. And also... Not even if you multiply them. Yeah, and that doesn't... And four, four, five, and six, those aren't... No, no, those aren't... No. Yeah. That's it. That's the unmissable news. The HD collection again will be ported, and this time it's to all this, the rest of the systems and PC. Um... Did they do something different with this? I think they I think they cleaned it up again. It's they updated the graphics and the user interface. So so when you said unmissable news you 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 didn't mean it. <laughs> but then we have our day crescendo, Stephanie, don't forget there's one more thing. Oh. Um, Day Crescendo. Darren Crescend is back. No. Thank God. Daigakuten Saibon themed credit card announced for Japan. <laughs> well, holla fuckalooya! <laughs> so you can take your Daigakuten Saibon themed credit card and you can go buy tickets for your orchestral concert as you watch the Ace Attorney anime and read the manga and play the f- original trilogy yet again. But in Japan. Your, but on your PS4. <laughs> yeah. I mean, granted, the trilogy being ported is going to apply for the is for Western audiences as well. That'll be early 2019. The anime, I'm sure, will get subbed and then eventually dubbed. We're not getting that concert, you fools. No one outside of Japan is getting that concert. And no one oh. outside of Japan is getting that credit card. Oh, absolutely not. Are the credit cards good looking? Oh, I, I can't, can't find a single screenshot of it anywhere. And I don't know if they included it in the presentation itself. I haven't watched the entire panel. Mm. I beat So I oh, so shit. I don't know if it's good looking. So I guess my real my real question here is how did this take 40 minutes to announce? I you know, I can't even I don't know. I have no idea. 40 minutes. And this is the trash you give me. 40 fucking minutes. You could probably kill 10 of it with trailers, right? Trailer for the new HD collection and trailer for the uh, the uh, anime. They should have just fucking played the trailer where Edgeworth has his pink DS in his back pocket again. Because that yeah, would that be a better a use time. of my time. That would honestly be a better use of my time. Do they not know I have a podcast to create? And maintain. <laughs> Don't they fucking know that I, Stephanie Hogan, have shit to do and it involves their franchise? And uh, yeah, I'm sure that that's exactly what they, I'm sure they sat there and they were like, that fan cast that nobody listens to said that they're not going to do a long episode because they're waiting on all that sweet, sweet news for September. Let's just not give them anything. <laughs> I feel like this is this is very targeted at this point. I have to take it personally. There's, I mean, it's either, so it's either targeted at us, uh, us as fan cast producers, which I think is a little bit target, like too niche, but it might also be targeted at like all non-Japanese audiences, <laughs> quite frankly. Oh, wait, so you're saying this might be particularly, not necessarily racist, but exclusionist. Yeah, because it's, I mean, granted it was Tokyo Game Show, but they did announce that it was unmissable, like, the world should not miss this. Um, (laughs) well, upsetting. Yeah, so, so let's revisit our, our 
large pyramid. It's really just a flat line with some bumps in it. And the bump is for the orchestral concert. Yeah. Which I can't have. Maybe and it'll make a CD. Your hamburger kind of sucks. My hamburger was made with a frozen patty that's been reheated about 17 times, actually. It's the same patty that keeps getting reheated over and over again. But they keep and telling me it's a new burger. There's no lettuce, and there's, like, one packet of ketchup that's been in a cabinet for 20 years. Yeah. And, like, the bread had a piece of, like, a moldy spot on it, but we just chunked it out. Yeah. Now, Jesse told me something interesting about the anime, which I don't know if it's on court records uh, or not. But she told me that um, My Hero Academia is, like, gonna, like, the season's gonna end. And to replace that time slot is where Ace Attorney is going to be airing. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. (laughs) And Ace Attorney is going to be simulcastedly dubbed at the same time as it is airing in Japan. They're going to simulcast the dub and the original at the same time to fill the My Hero Academia time slot. Oh, my God. No, they're never going to get renewed. (laughs) So that's also something we have to look forward to is... This is the last season of Ace Attorney we're going to get, probably. <laughs> Just because of the the drastic amount of drop-off from the My Hero crowd. Because, like, I know Ace Attorney's very successful in Japan, but it is, it is not as successful as I think My Hero is currently. Well, yeah, because My Hero's just about to get a movie and or just got a movie. Yeah, and they're going to play that in theaters, in America. Yeah, in America. So, I don't, I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't know what we have anymore, except the original trilogy. We have that. We have, we have that on any platform your heart desires. I mean, like, maybe I should replay the original trilogy. Maybe I'd have something else to say. <laughs> I think we did try that, and we didn't. We neither of us got through the entire original trilogy. I think again, I got first. I got through the first case of the first game, and that was the end of me trying again. So maybe, maybe it's time again because we're never getting a new game. Probably, and at, at this point, it might be worth revisiting Trials and Tribulations so we can talk about how much, like, how how deeply problematic Diego Armando actually is. The only problem is my heart palpitations thinking about Diego Armando. I mean, you can have heart palpitations, but I'm sure he, I'm sure, like, the original trilogy was never perfect, and I'm sure at this point things have aged even worse than that. Yeah. For example, like, we talked about, um, the, the chef at, um, Trabian. Yeah, Armstrong. Yeah, he's, he didn't, as a, as a concept, he didn't age well. Right. And, um, yeah, Diego calling me a kitten without you know just unprompted as <laughs> as his co-worker yeah yeah that's problematic <laughs> which that wasn't great when we played it in 2009 or whatever but it's definitely not great now <laughs> yeah so i mean this is a thing we could do <laughs> i guess i could do it too because i can take it anywhere i want on my switch <laughs> Unlike how you could take it anywhere you wanted on your DS. Or my 3DS. 
I do think, like, people have expressed that they're happy to me that they can play it on PC now without having to get emulators, so that's good. I suppose. My enthusiasm, look, my enthusiasm for re-releases of the original games of anything, and I am looking at you, Kingdom Hearts, is zero. (laughs) And part of my lack of enthusiasm for re-releases of the Ace Attorney games is because of I've been mistreated by so many re-releases of Kingdom Hearts. And this isn't even... I'm not even talking about 2.8 or 2.5 or 1.5. I'm talking about Chain of Memories, which made me play the first game again, but with trading cards. I know it was different. I know it had different story elements, but that doesn't hide the fact that you made me play exactly the same levels as the first game in exactly the same order, but with trading cards, Kingdom Hearts. And that was your second game. So listen, I'm sick of it already. I'm preemptively sick of it. The first five times they re-released Ace Attorney, the first three, I was happy because other fans would find it. But now that we're on the 10th time that we've re-released the first trilogy again, I'm not even happy anymore. Why should I be happy? (laughs) Give me a reason why I should be happy about this. Some people can play it on PC. That's, they they could, if they they wanted to, they would have done it. They would have gotten the emulator. They would have done it. Right, and and I mean, that's big talk out of two people who still haven't emulated Investigations 2, but because why should I, don't I be happy? Because I want to play it on a PC. That's my yeah, problem. Yeah, how should, why should we be happy that they're re-releasing the first three again when they're not, where they're not re-releasing um, the second three, or Investigations and Investigations 2, or Daigakuta and Saibon, or the, that Japanese movie that they never brought over. Hey, my hero, you're not the first. <laughs> You're not the first to have a Japanese movie. Come on, bring that over here. I, I don't understand, like, why they... Like, how is it so wildly successful for them to have it in Japan? And is it really... I mean, maybe it is financially burdensome to give it to us. I don't know. I just, you know, I can't really merit enthusiasm for it again. I, you know, we've been doing this eight years or whatever, and I, I've i mustered up enthusiasm for every other time they re-release this damn fir- first three games in every format. Uh, I'm mostly upset because I was so fucking sure they were going to announce a new game. I, I was, was so sure they were going to announce something. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. They didn't. Just didn't, huh? You know what they did do, Stephanie, for us, though? What 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 could they possibly have done for me? They killed 15 minutes of our podcast. They sure did. <laughs> they could have filled they could have filled our podcast with at least an hour worth of discussion. But I guess the the so the news drought they did give us two <laughs> sips of water. <laughs> Yeah, the thing about the orchestral concert is there'll probably be a CD that accompanies it. So Yeah, but it's this, like, are we going to get any new songs? <laughs> I hope we get at least... Because the last time we got a CD, Apollo Justice didn't exist, right? So we, An orchestral CD, I think, but we did get a CD, Apollo Justice CD. It has, so, remember we saw that it's got the art with Apollo and Clavier on it wearing headphones? Oh, yeah. So I forgot about that. But yeah, there's that. Um, I think the orchestral concert will have probably Apollo's theme, maybe 
Simon Blackwell's theme. That, I mean, that would be good, but not, somebody better tell me that they're doing different things in the orchestral concerts. That's, so, I I don't know, but that also assumes they are actually going to have an, a CD that accompanies it, so. Yeah, that does assume that. That that will be available for purchase somewhere on the internet so we could get it. Uh, but. You know, but it's like, how many times can I listen to Simple and Clean by Utani Hikaru? <laughs> You'd be surprised at the number, honestly, but. <laughs> That's a bad example. <laughs> uh, this is so sad. Alexa, play Despacito. <laughs> that meme's old already. You should feel bad. I'll never feel bad. Because, oh, I can't feel worse, I guess. I already feel pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to feel worse. <sighs> All right. Well, at least we got some emails. That's good. Some Somebody out there feels bad for us in the drought. Mop up says Hi. Hi, Mop Up. Sorry, I'm glad you're alive. Yeah, Mop Up's like, uh, hey, like, I've been busy, but I am listening. And also, uh, somebody said Mop Up, but they didn't do the pop noise, but they did it close. Oh. So they were pretty excited that. Sorry, hang on, Mop Up. Thank you. There you go. My lips are just so, so dry. I had to do that thing where you stick your finger all the way in your mouth and hook it around. <laughs> so, hey, Mop Up, you want to know how gross it is when we do that? It's nasty. I love you. Uh, <laughs> um let's see uh and then um also they found a uh amv from a badge ballad that they sent once <laughs> um i'm not gonna play it was but... it barbara streisand uh, i'm gonna no i don't know which song it is hold on it's oh was it the the simon the... one simon it's... says one it's the dj cj wizard of oz oh yeah Oh, I, I will watch that later because I remember it's that horrible song that made me feel bad and you said that it was stuck in your head because of this AMV. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm going to stop watching it because Gant showed up. Okay, so that's that's not news, but that was that was an email we got. Um, And then also um, Jing, as in Jesse's friend Jing, sent us an email. Okay. Um, maybe after oh by the way hang on time out hide of all of jesse's new classmates who she told ahead of podcast <laughs> in the middle of class and also told them what it was and where to find it that's your mistake jesse but hello to all of jesse's classmates hi jesse's classmates she's not on this episode she's in school right now with these classmates <laughs> um let's see so jing wanted to say you like that non-announcement yeah jing i liked it a lot uh... I liked it so much, I'm still not over it. I looped around to not being happy. <laughs> um, but long overdue, but first off, she wanted to tell us that she doesn't touch all the things when she visits all the time, only the plot-important stuff like Maya. And sometimes she wants to liberate stuff and put it in her pockets like Maya. So Jing wants to remember that she is not a small child who does needs to touch everything. But she's just like Maya. But she's like Maya. Um, and then she had some, um, ideas to help us with the dry spell. Uh, but th those we can talk about later. Uh, <laughs> um, but here's but one. We'll see if they're good first, Jing. Yeah, well, for, well, there's one that's, the one that we can answer right now. How could the press conference have gone worse? <laughs> <sighs> this is a good question. Um, Bowsette. I'm so upset <laughs> about Bowsette. <laughs> 
So Are you upset about Peachhead or just Bowsette? Bowsette. Because Peachhead I haven't actually even seen. I don't know what Peachhead looks like. The internet only wants to tell me about Bowsette. Okay, so so this is how the press conference could have gone worse. Slash better? Question mark. So the press conference gets stormed by Reggie Fisame. I know what you're thinking. Michelle, it's the Tokyo Game Show. Why would Reggie Fisame be there? He's Nintendo of America. I don't care. Reggie storms the stage. Reggie kicks him out of the way and says, I heard you were talking about the Nintendo Switch. And then he pulls out the Bowsette, the, the Peachette crown, which turns Toadette, Toadette into Peachette, and then he becomes Bowsette. That's how it could have gone worse. That's literally the only way. Because if someone got murdered at the Tokyo Game Show, at least it'd be topical. Yeah, he doesn't murder anyone as Bowsette, and he doesn't even breathe fire. He just turns into Bowsette and then walks off of the stage. <laughs> um, they could have told us that they you could have um, something about, like, I don't know. They could have announced, like, that investigations and investigations, too, were going to be ported to the Sega Genesis, but only in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> That would be, that would possibly be worse. This would almost be better is if they forgot that there was a conference, but somebody put out like a 3DS that was charged into a wall outlet so you could play any of the Ace Attorneys that were on this 3DS. (laughs) But there's only one and it's on the stage. That might be better because then maybe somebody uh, who's funny would play it and react. That's like it. That's like possibly would have been better or worse. Um, or sorry, better or same. I don't think it would have been worse. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, it probably would have been the same. Um, okay. And this is important Michelle news, which I haven't verified this link. I guess I can do that now. Jam sent us a link specifically referring to the Layden anime. <gasps> Please. So uh, it is a playlist of Layden. Jams hasn't watched it yet because they want to play the game, so they haven't watched it. I'm clicking this episode. It says English sub. It looks like it's English sub. (gasps) Amazing. And is the anime. So we do now have a legitimate YouTube link of all the 11 episodes of the Layden anime that is out now. I'm going to watch that shit. Um, so if you need the goods, we got the hookup because James need is the goods. amazing. Thank you, James. James, you're a lifesaver. James, if anyone else you. needs the hookup, email us. We'll send you the hookup. Yeah, I don't know how long this hookup's good for. If they ever get, if it's going to get taken down at any point, so who knows? <laughs> um, that's that's totally true. So get it while you can. Yeah. Uh, and then James was the only person who answered our homework question. So thanks again, James. <laughs> Jing sent us new homework without getting her homework done first. <laughs> um, so moving along, I guess, to other stuff we talk about on this podcast, which is sometimes interesting. Uh, we asked at the end of last episode a couple of questions. Which was, one of them was, is Thalassa a terrible person and when did she get her memories back? We both agree she's a terrible person. Michelle and I. Yeah. That's kind of just like, yeah, she's pretty bad. Um, 
James believes she got her memories back after she gets her eyes fixed from to fix her blindness because that whole case is Machi is at, isn't blind, but he pretends to be. Thalassa's blind and she lost her eyesight and memories in the Grand Marais shootout trick. After the case, she goes through with her eye operation. And that's when they think we, we think she regained her eyesight and memories. Really after the case, huh? I don't think there's a point in the case necessarily where we go, oh, she had an aha moment. Well, she has the, if anything, she has to have the aha moment before she serves on the jury. Because she's on the jury for the last case. Can she see by that case? I don't know, though. How can she serve on a jury if she's not a citizen? (laughs) I didn't even think about that. If she's just in on a performing visa. Well... It's not a real jury anyway. That's true. It's a it's a fake jury. So Phoenix is like, I'll just pull some randos off the street and also Thalassa Grammarie. <laughs> well, also, I guess she's technically not an illegal citizen. She was born here first. Yeah, but I guess if she has her memories back at that time, she is a citizen enough to serve on the jury. I don't know what the rules for juries are in Japan California anyway, so... I, I mean, clearly, it doesn't matter who you're related to <laughs> or your personal biases against members of the case. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, let's see. So, but basically, James believes Lass is just an, awful per- just an awful person, assuming she regained all of her memories since she doesn't tell her children that they are related or do anything when they are in danger or do anything when Mr. Reyes shows up. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's kind of fun. Hey, dear Ace Attorney, a little bit weird that you just had somebody have magic surgery that fixed their eyes, huh? Just a little bit. Like, was the bullet still in there? I.E. Manfred von Karma style? And they just took it out and everything was cool? There is an episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> she couldn't see past the bullet? Is that... <laughs> there's an episode of the simpsons where homer sticks a crayon up his nose and he becomes really smart and they takes the crayon out and he goes back to being dumb maybe it's like that but with her sight maybe maybe it's a phineas gauge situation except with her eyesight instead of her frontal cortex that controlled emotional responses They have magic magic surgery that can fix your eyesight. I feel like Japanifornia should be in a better place. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they seem to do all right with healthcare, except for they have like external clinics for outpatient care that are shady. Yeah, but I feel like that's just like cost of living, right? They have to have the shitty hospital. Not everyone can afford the nice hospital. Yeah, and I mean, that's the people we know who go to the hottie clinic aren't doing great, really. <laughs> I Phoenix doubt- can't afford a real hospital. <laughs> I doubt, yeah, I doubt he has health insurance for the law firm, <laughs> you know? Yeah, not not to mention he needs a hospital where his daughter can sneak him in wine. Well, obviously. Oh, boy. Um, let's see. Uh, so that was it on the Thalassa situation. Um, I guess no one cares enough about Thalassa to email us, which is kind of fair. That's about the <laughs> I mean, amount of respect she deserves. Yeah. 
Um, and then we had the, uh, the rest of the homework questions, which were, uh, are there too many char- main characters in Ace Attorney? <sighs> and I know I answered this one question, like, fast, which was, there's too, there's too many for them to deal with any longer. Yes, and I think that's Not- what Jams gets at breaking it down then you're quick yes <laughs> uh so jam says it really depends on who you consider as a main character the main characters i would currently say are phoenix athena apollo with x main characters being edgeworth maya gumshoe k trucy rafa and pearl slash mia um i don't even know if i consider all of those guys main x main characters uh, but I see what you're saying, Jams. So these well, the, are... Okay. Yeah, but the prosecutor for any given game is also a main character. While there are other... They become an ex-main character often. Like, in Apollo Justice, Clavier Gavin's a main character. In Spirit of Justice, um, Sadmod, he is a main character. Like, you can't really avoid the, the prosecutor being a main character of that game. Yeah. Even and- if we don't know them. Like, Franzi doesn't even make this list, but yeah, I think no. you're right. I think the prosecutor becomes a main character because of the main protagonist, you know, like, or antagonist, yeah. sorry. Um, so the characters who are main characters in certain games eventually get pushed to the sidelines. Trucy was a main character in AJ, but doesn't appear in large enough capacity in the following games for me to count her. Which is fair. Most other important characters I would consider recurring, like Franzi and Emma, are important, but A, they aren't playable, B, aren't a constant presence, and adjusted with Apollo being left in Korean, I feel like he's getting demoted as well. See, Emma seems more of a main character. Like, I'll give you Trucy, and on a case-by-case basis, this can change. Like, your defendant can be very present with you in a case, so they can become, become like, a case main character. But And so in Spirit of Justice, Trucy was a case main character. Mm-hmm. But um, Emma is in... Emma's the cop in every case. Yeah, but I, at the same I, time, she has such a small role in these... Yeah. I feel like she's side character in these. Like in in the in her first case that she appears in, she's definitely a main character. Right. When she first comes back, I feel like she's when Apollo Justice, she's a main character. Cuz she's there, yeah. she's present, she's playful, but she's also against you and she's also throwing, you know, her snackoos at you and Clavier, so like she's very present, but I feel like in Spirit of Justice, she's just like sidelines there. So would you say in in Dual Destinies was Bobby Fulbright a main character, or did he like get to that point at the end when it was revealed he was the Phantom? I feel like Bobby was more involved than Emma appeared as in this game. Even though Emma's in all the cases, I think well Bobby Bobby inserts himself a little more. And this is yeah. this is even even in the the whale case that I just replayed. Like, Bobby's doing things where he's, like, having a phone conversation where you can clearly overhear him and leaving yeah. evidence out for you. Because um, he's doing it on purpose. So it makes right. it more important, I guess, when he's doing things like that. Even though Emma's like, here's some luminol. Have fun. Oh, thank you for doing that for me. Like, I don't know. It feels yeah. It feels less involved to me on that level. But maybe because it's just less interactions. Like, there's just less give and f- 
give and take, I guess, with their characters. Maybe. And it would be on, like, a game-by-game a game basis. Yeah. Um, Jams goes hmm. on to say that uh, in Dual Destinies, we tried to bring back old characters while adding the new ones. And that's where the cast got too crowded, in their opinion. So since the games are still focusing on new characters like Athena, Simon, and Rafa, older characters like Pearl, Edgeworth, and Maya get no room for development. So on this point, definitely too many um, characters for the series' own good. Yeah. So I think that's true. I think, yeah, and I think you're right. You, that's your point as well. We get to the point where we're, we're bottlenecking. We have one game and all of these characters. Yeah. And I mean, I think it, the problem with it is like when they take the approach of we need to we need to parade out everyone's favorites so that everyone can applaud. You know, like it's like parade out Clavier, parade out Miles, parade out, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's part of like the the detractors of that Athena case um, because it's like, hey, it's Blackwell. Everybody, like everybody be happy about Blackwell and it's Athena. And then, okay, bye. You know? Okay, bye. Okay, bye. And I think their their solution to this is to say goodbye to Apollo for this reason. Like, the problem is when you're saying goodbye to Apollo, you're not saying goodbye to a whole lot else. It's not like we're saying goodbye to Apollo and because of that, Emma and Clavier and whoever else is in in those cases. You know, like, you're not saying goodbye to them because just Apollo left. Yeah. You're not really cleaning out. Well, and it's not like I want them to get rid of people, but I just don't want them to feel obligated to draw attention to those people. Yeah, like, basically at this point, if they don't give us gumshoe in any other game, like, that's fine. Because, like, we, we've lo- we've longed to know how Gummy's doing, but... And that's kind of what it breaks down to, is, like, if you're gonna have them do something with them... Yeah. Don't just, like, do something meaningful with them, make them develop. Don't just uh, have them come out so you can be like, hey, it's that guy. Which Because at this point, nobody's played any games except 1, 2, and 3 for 75 re-releases. Yeah, so, like, I don't know. If you're going to give me that guy, I guess give me Max Galactica because I remember who he is, <laughs> you know? Or bring me Master Mask. Make me have to deal with his ass again. Like, let me have to prosecute or, like, defend his case again. If yeah. you're gonna do that, like, make it meaningful or connecting. Because the thing about Ace Attorney is it's been very episodic, so you only have your quote-unquote main characters to, like, connect your dots. But when you have so many characters, you're trying to connect the dots and make everyone my assistant or my prosecutor or my, like, crime scene helper of some kind. Like, it gets to be a lot. Like, Pearl doesn't really develop anymore as a character. No. We She hasn't developed since Potato Shack. Yeah, which is in the OG. So, like, we'll, like while I love Pearl, you're not giving me anything with Pearl. No, she's she's just used to, to um, explain the Magatama or recharge it or whatever at this point. Explain what the Cyclops are. Which is, like, not... You know, like, sure, like, you have to explain that to me, but you don't have to have Pearl back to explain that to me. Um, I'm, I'm not into the super fan service aspect of it. 
Because the other thing, too, is, like, your other option, I guess, in a game series like this is you start over with your cast, which they can't. Yeah, I don't. I think they tried and it, they, they think it didn't work. Which they didn't even really try. They just, like, <laughs> kind of tried. Because Phoenix was still there. He was just a homeless hobo, but he was still there. Yeah. He was, he was, uh, he took over at the end, too. Yeah, he took it back because they couldn't relinquish Phoenix. Um, but, like, I mean, they gave me an Edgeworth game, and that was a good, fun time, because it was edg- it was a character I knew with new characters. And I didn't see Phoenix, and I didn't see Pearl. I saw, you had Gumshoe and Franzi. You know, you had the people you needed for that. And I guess that they decided that also wasn't successful. I don't know, because they, I mean, they did this, a similar thing where they were like, hey, look at Salmonella at one point, but he wasn't, you know, integral. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I don't know if they decided that wasn't successful or... It kind of goes, like, back to our question of, like, what do we want in a new game? Well, and I mean, the problem, the reason why Investigations is not as strong or popular is because they cut out the court part which is everybody's favorite part and they were like what if it's just all not court yeah because and then you do fake court anyway yeah and it's yeah it's not as fun but apparently investigations 2 is like one of people's favorite favorite games yeah everybody loves investigations 2 and a lot of people think it's the strongest in the series so like that says a lot about a game that um I haven't played, but <laughs> a game that is not starring Phoenix Wright. He's not in it. Starring someone we know, though, and I don't even know if... I think Gumshoe's in that one, and Kay is as well. She's in the first one, but I don't think Franzi's in that one, potentially. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's my point being... Yeah, your point remains that it's strong partially because they don't um, tether themselves to having 75 main characters that everybody needs to... Um, be familiar with and everything. Yeah. Um, but I do think that they, in terms of main characters, when I think of main characters, they have, like, their main defense attorneys as Phoenix, Apollo, Athena. Three is a good number. I think you got that number down. I think Trucy is your main assistant for these games. You got it. But I think... you. The, the point comes to, like, our second homework question, which was the characterization of trilogy characters. Are they consistent in the newer games? It's kind of like, yes, but in a bad way. Yeah, Pearl's consistent, but in a bad way. Yeah, it, it's like a, it's, their, their consistency at this point is preventing them from developing. Or in, in Phoenix's case, it's kind of, he's stuck. Yeah, and kind Phoenix. of sliding back. Yeah. Um, which Jam said, like, this is a weird question, because technically it's yes and no. The characterization is consistent on most of them, like characters like Maya hardly feel different from their original incarnations. But also, it shouldn't be consistent. It's been over seven years and characters should change, right? Right. Phoenix and is I a agree great example. From my perspective, his evolution in AJ felt natural to me. It made sense for him to be so jaded after all that happened to him and his hyperfixation on one case for seven years. In addition, he actually cares about Trucy in this game. Or he tries to. 
even if he's bad at it. Yeah. Um, this consistent evolution of Phoenix from the trilogy, who was a definite bad dad TM, but he was always shown to be caring. In Dual Destinies, they tried just to import his personality from the trilogy over without taking into account AJ, because they like yeah. to pretend it never happened. Um, sure, he acts goofy in more extreme reactions like Trilogy Phoenix, but he comes off as incredibly idiotic, uncaring, and especially with how he prioritizes Maya as opposed to his own daughter, which we complain about all the time. Right. Jams basically has worded it perfectly about how we feel about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, Jams, you nailed it. And it's, it is like, I, and this is the thing like about Athena is like, people are like, oh, Athena's cute. She's got room to grow, but we don't A, get any Athena screen time and B, like, I don't think she's going to get that chance. Yeah. I I don't think so either. Especially not after the way they, they dealt with her in the last game, which is, um, they, they did her, they paraded her like main character style but she was she was not only stagnated like phoenix is but she fully reverted like she was she didn't have her phobias from dual destinies but we had overcome the the i don't like people keep treating me like a kid and i don't know how to deal with it we'd overcome that with her and given her confidence and then that point of that case was that they that she was being treated like a kid and didn't have confidence and it was like fun to have her and blackwell like jab at each other Except then we had said Mahi saying awful things. <laughs> Terrible, yeah. <sighs> I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I hate Nayuda <laughs> so much. Well, I think, I mean, I don't... Chances of Nayuda being a continued uh, element are slim. Yeah, I th- I agree with that. I think that the trilogy or the the series is not going to let you let Phoenix go, and no. I, I'm very yeah I'm very upset that they won't let him grow or be a developed Phoenix. Like there's a way to basically age up Phoenix in a way that like shows he's learned a lot, make him a better dad, but still make him a little goofy, make him a real dad, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, make him like like that's what dads are. To, to kids, really. Like, they're they're smart, but they're fun, and they're goofy still. And they know something you don't. That's what a dad is. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, that and, I mean, like, they try and do that with him, sort of, but the, the way they've tried to make Phoenix be realistically old is just have him break his back every five minutes. <laughs> yeah, that also... Which is not realistically old. No, it's not. He's like 34, and he's just (laughs) completely incapacitated at all times. There there is a little bit of aging to Phoenix, but it's mostly like, ha ha ha, look at the good times we have overcome already. Yeah. By playing the first trilogy again. (laughs) Um, Edgeworth, we gave him some glasses. Edgeworth is just continuously the same hard-ass... But we don't have to deal with him anymore, you know? We don't have him as our antagonist anymore, so we don't mm-hmm. deal with Edgeworth in the same way. And I don't think I need any sort of further character development from Edgeworth. No, I don't think I do either. I feel like we done did it in the OG trilogy. And well, it's... we done did it in the OG, and then we also, like, he had he had some in Investigations as well. Yeah. And Investigations too. not a lot, but, like, some... But I feel like we've, like, come complete with Edgeworth, 
and we don't need him around anymore in terms of gameplay. Yeah. I think Phoenix and Trucy, yes, definitely need him around, but that's in like our fandomy world. In gameplay, and I, uh, no. I feel like if you're gonna have bonus fan service cases anyway, like why are you trying to cram the fan service in the main game? Yeah, that's a if good you're point. gonna have like an, a Phoenix versus Edgeworth DLC Magic Happy Fun Bridal case, like why are you, why bother having him be in? You know, like you don't need him narratively speaking in the story. He's like there for kind of emotional support in the end. Yeah. But like, but in but in Dual Destinies they had him wedged in, you know. Mhm. So like don't do that. If you're going to have a DLC bonus case. <sighs> Cuz like the first like the first bonus case Ace Attorney ever had was the Emma Lana case. Yeah. That was a real case. That was a emotionally like trying case. And it's fine if you don't want to have, like, an emotional discovery case as your bonus case. But, like, give us that stuff in the main plot then. You know, because you're always trying to raise your stakes. And in a way, you did it in that case. You gave us Emma and Lana, which was a foil to a beloved Maya and Mia. And... A bunch of new characters that we'd never seen because Maya wasn't around. It was just Phoenix in that case. So Ace Attorney, you knew how to do it once. You knew how to, like, give us new stuff without- and make us pine for old stuff but still be satisfied. Because, yeah. I mean, you ported Emma over and Emma became a different beloved character. And I would say she's very different from, like, you know, she, like, still loves her science and stuff. But her personality has shifted and changed. But she's once again, like, plateaued out. Yeah. I mean, they gave her her promotion, so she's actually happy now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's part of... She's just successful and happy now. She had some struggle in this game about, like, her job versus her friends. Yeah. But they didn't really explore it. No, and that was the thing. A lot of complaints about my game was they just dropped stuff. Yeah. They they got two-thirds their way through a theme or a thought or a character development, and they just dropped it to give us... Dirk <laughs> and <laughs> said Maddie <laughs> or and Nayuda. Well, and I mean, all of this, this has been a very complainy episode, but like, <laughs> we did enjoy Spirit of Justice and everything, like everybody. We did like it. Um, and we love Ace Attorney clearly because we're still here. So, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, there are uh, one of the biggest current hurdles for the franchise to overcome i think is this balance between um uh uh like balance between like having them having the beloved characters having characters develop introducing new characters having those characters develop and the pure um fan service drive that they are always trying to suppress and sometimes very badly failing at it yeah. And, and I sure. don't mean boobs fan service. I mean, like, characters. characters fan service. Which is like, hey, I mean, in terms of fan service problems I have to live with, this is not, this is, like, one of the better ones. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's... It's no Bowser. <laughs> we've had, we've had much worse, and, and we even, you know, 
there could be, there I'm sure exists a separate entire podcast about the fan service problems in My Hero Academia, which we've already mentioned in this podcast. But like, you know, it could be worse. It could be way worse. The things we have to deal with in, in Ace Attorney. Um, but that doesn't mean that we have, we don't have problems in the series. You know, we got, we got quite a few. We also have our own share of Boobs McKenzie's in that first OG trilogy. Sure do. Sure do. <laughs> Uh, um, but also, like, I guess to acknowledge the complaininess about the characters being samey, I am always impressed that every time I start an Ace Attorney game, I'm like, I don't even know how they're going to write Phoenix the same. And they do, like, his, they're very good about maintaining voice and tone. Yeah. And that's something that does impress me, is they do maintain the characters in a way that, like, specifically in dialogue writing i guess the writers of ace attorney and the translation team for ace attorney do a fucking banger job i think about keeping those aspects good yeah i think so i agree with that this isn't in any email but like this brings me back to like what do we want from a new ace attorney game we've kind of joked about it we've joked about having like a team of magical prosecutors we've talked about like just like raising the stakes you know further and further but like at the end of the day, like, who do we want to be around? I don't know, because I think part of the reason why we're all so stuck on the Trucy Apollo thing and is because that's a real problem that's going to force the people that we already like to develop further. That's very true. There's no, like, there's no extra people, and we like the new people, and they're going on the journey with them, but there's nobody involved in that scenario that we don't know already, and it would not... Um, allow any of them to get through it without changing fundamentally. If they do it right. At if least. they do it right. Yeah. If they don't do it right, then it's going to be like, ah, daddy, you're so silly for keeping this huge monumental secret from me. Oh, daddy. I almost married Apollo. So Dirk could be my other daddy. <laughs> uh, why'd you make me think of that? <laughs> Cause I was thinking about it. <laughs> that is, that is definitely at the core of it. Yeah. It's, it would be if they do it right if forcing them to develop characters that exist because i can't someone's going to either take it poorly or someone's going to there's going to be some sort of confrontation especially since it's been so long yeah and there was definitely going to be a bit of like healing process for them it ha there has to be if it's once again done well but i guess like going forward like as much as i don't want like i i don't trust them with athena like I do think they have to figure out a way for Athena to step up and become a developed character because right now she isn't to me. She's overcome yeah. some hurdles, but she hasn't really matured in any way. And they're keeping her young on the team, like personality wise, for whatever reason. Um, but like, also, I need a new outfit. I can't stand <laughs> the outfit. <laughs> she can keep the hair, yeah. but she needs a new outfit. Yeah, and I I think that they could if they if they stepped up the game with Athena, I think that'd be good. Um I don't know. I don't know further than that though. I mean, it's like you can they can still bring in new people and develop the new people. Um but if they're and they, it seems like they are, if they are locked into keeping Phoenix around, if they're locked into keeping Athena around, if they are even locked into keeping Apollo around, which we highly doubt, they need to do something with those guys. And have them grow and change and continue. And I think they tried really hard with Apollo and Spirit of Justice. And, and don't get me wrong, like, 
They did, but the problem with the way that they did that is they completely and fundamentally changed his both his backstory and his forward story. Which is the problem is they didn't change. They did like it's it's impressive actually. They didn't change Apollo. No, at all. Apollo. But they just changed everything around him. The same. Everything around him changed. It's impressive. Nothing about his personality changed. They tried to change him in Dual Destinies. Oh, yeah, they, but it didn't work. They made him emo, put on an eye patch, and left. It would have been a much better story, I think, if he stayed left. You know, like, don't let him come yeah. back. Let him say, like, I've learned the truth. I'm glad you didn't kill anyone, Athena. But I'm going to continue to search for truth myself. Bye. Well, like... Wicked, like, if you wanted to do it, what you'd do is you'd have him leave at that point and you'd have him come back in the the next game as the prosecutor. Yeah. And not, I don't mean turn him into a villain, but that would be, like, a real change. And then it's, like, Phoenix and Athena versus Apollo the prosecutor and trying to uh, make sure that the balance of truth-seeking remains strong with him versus his desire to succeed and win and beat his former firm yeah damn damn that'd be a good game why didn't they do that they fucked up they fucked up (laughs) because it'd be such a it's such an interesting and new you you like we're always trying to change the prosecutor you know it's like we're always trying to change them for the better but it'd be so interesting to see somebody who we had been familiar with who then became the prosecutor like Godot style and had their trauma or whatever and you have to help them through it but you can't help them through it as your your team you have to help them through it as the prosecutor team amazing that would have been just a more character driven interesting game and they instead went for, well, what if we just went to a new country? What if we gave us new places? Mm-hmm. And I think that was basically the direction Ace Attorney took. And they took a turn to just shove in more, which is how we're kind of reaching this overcapacity problem. Wow. Yeah. Shit. You know what I want? Okay, so for Ace Attorney 7, I want them to be like, I'm sorry, uh, actually, for canon purposes, Spirit of Justice didn't happen. And then they do a new game with Apollo as the prosecutor, in which the, the ending case is when Apollo and Trucy are revealed as siblings. Thank you. That would be And so that's the, that's the direct Apollo Justice sequel we've been wanting, but you also need Dual Destinies to tee up the fact that he's going to shift sides. Yeah, so we have to erase the last game and a half. Yeah, but you know, like, I think we'll be okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You could then, at the end of the game where he's the prosecutor, absolutely fine, just have him rejoin the firm and then you can have Spirit of Justice. It's whatever. It's cool. Fine. All right. But give me that Give me that other game. Give me the dark game. Mm-hmm. Give me the real dark age of the law. Give me the real dark age of the law! <laughs> Damn. Damn, son. Damn. Well, I think that caps off this episode. I yeah, think- is that the homework this week? Is what 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 do you out there really want in a new Ace Attorney game? I think that's definitely our our long standing question until we have what the next game is going to look like. Yeah, honestly, that's true. Um, well, Sir Mustachio, who sent us questions that we talked about this time, definitely have more questions for us. So let me take a look here. Okay, this one's interesting. Um, the the first four we kind of covered. So uh, this is the fifth question they responded with, which is. So Mustachio asks, what is up 
with the lack of insight in the main cast's personal lives. People say this is all we know about Phoenix. We know everything. Um, and it's time to focus on new characters. Yet, I still feel like we barely know Phoenix at all outside of court. This is real. What's his personal life like? Does he have a family outside of Trucy? Does he have parents? Siblings? Does he have any close friends? And I mean real friends, not Larry. (laughs) What an interesting question. What is up with the lack of insight? I think this is a great homework question. I think this is great because we also, like on a fundamental level, we don't know if they live in the office or not. I think the answer's supposed to be no. But it could be yes. Yeah. So, I, man, that's intriguing. Yeah. So I think homework for you guys. And just send us even two sentence emails. Make us happy. So please, uh, if you have a spare moment, please send us an email or even a Tumblr ask. Um, and just say, like, what it, like what you think is up with the lack of the insight into their lives. Why do we barely know Phoenix? What do you think you really want in a new Switch game? Maybe you do want the Dark the dark Age of Law. Maybe you do want, like, a flashback case. A game. A whole, like, another, another whole game where Phoenix is still green. I don't know. Whatever you want. Just let us know. You can send that to objecttothispodcast at gmail.com or to the Tumblr at objecttothis.tumblr.com. No, that's not it. Tumblr.com slash objecttothis. <laughs> yeah. Jesse usually does this part. <laughs> You can uh, you can go to our podcast garden, podcastgarden.com slash podcast slash object to this. And uh, we're on iTunes, so rate and review us there. Um, I mean, it's excuse me, we are on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> I blacked out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, I, I refuse podcast. to have character development in terms of saying Apple Podcasts. And we refused to get a new theme song, which is why Dark Shadow Rage 2 off the YouTubes did our theme song. Now they don't even exist anymore. Oh, really? Well, no, didn't they, like, delete everything and then turn into a gaming channel? Oh, I didn't know that. That's great. Good job, Dark Shadow Rage 2. Thanks for letting us use this. <laughs> um, and thanks, Michelle, for the garbage at the end of this. I don't know about that. Thanks, anyway. Okay, well, in the meantime, I'm Stephanie. I'm Michelle. And that was object to this, so why don't you object to that? Why